0: Hey girls, welcome to another episode of Go Girl Because Women Are Powerful with your host, me, myself, and I, Ashley Caprice, where we focus on affirmations, motivation, and girl talk. Today's topic being that it is the week of Valentine's Day, ooh, all in love and stuff, right? We're going to talk about what men want. We'll get into it with a special guest right after this. Since this week is all about love, today's affirmation is I am love. Repeat that to yourself. I am love. I am love love now Valentine's Day is the day where most people wear their pink and their red and they're showering love to the person in their life they'll give something special to their crush to their lover even their parents their siblings their teachers their classmates their co-workers but what about showing love to yourself sometimes we give and we give and we give and we forget to receive love and that we exude love Oftentimes, people get into relationships because they want love from someone else again. I remember putting on my vision board one year. It was my first vision board ever. Everything came true. And I know I put on there a little section about love and I want to fall in love this year and stuff. So I met someone. That relationship didn't work out. I'll talk about it one day. But at the end of it, one of the lessons I learned is that, Having that on my vision board and wanting that love to come from someone else, it was like God was saying to myself, no, no, no. You're looking for someone else to love you. How about loving yourself a little bit more? Because I felt like I loved myself. But there are things that I tolerated in that relationship where I'm like, nah. Looking back, where I'm like, nah, Ash. You, you fell off a little bit, girl. <laughs> so, so in the vision board, when I say I want to fall in love, pretty much... I needed to fall in love more with myself. And that came true. Because honey, I love me some me. So when you say I am love, you're pretty much saying I respect myself. I respect my boundaries and my own wishes and my desires. I respect my needs and my wants. I am love. I am also attracting love, meaning I am attracting someone else who respects their self, who has boundaries for their self, who knows their needs and their wants. So then when you two come together, oh, it's magic. It's beautiful. It's peaceful. That's what love is. Even Whitney Houston said it in her song, Greatest Love of All. Learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. Woo, child. D- didn't you feel that? The greatest love of all is loving yourself. Knowing who you are, matter of fact, do a project for me this week. Write a list about who you are. Know yourself so that no one else can tell you who you are. Write down your strengths, write down your weaknesses so no one could use it against you. I am love. How about I am lovable? So now you're doing the action of being lovable. You're being friendly, you're being kind, you're smiling you're saying hello to strangers you're waving you're having a conversation asking someone else how are they doing it's not always all about you you're lovable and when you're lovable a lot of times you'll attract love but mind you you might attract people who need love and they'll suck that energy out of you so beware of that but once you know yourself and you know that you are love you will know what to look for in someone else so This Valentine's Day, if you don't have anyone, it's all good, girl. Don't trip. So what I try to encourage you to do every week is say your I am affirmation and to also tell yourself in the mirror, I love you. Me this morning, hey, Ashley, girl, I love you. I do. I say it to myself every single day. So say it. If no one else says it, you are enough. You are worthy of love. But give it to yourself before you try to give it to others. Please yourself instead of always just trying to please others. There's a good article on that by my girl Pernicia Gaines. If you go to her website, bobbyjane.com, where she talks about pleasing and loving yourself. Yes, in that way too. <laughs> if, if you think she means by exploring thyself, yes. Yes, she is. And it's a great article. But love all in yourself on Valentine's Day. When you are love, you're treating yourself better than you're treating anyone else and that's okay it might sound selfish but why and how dare you give your all your 100% of yourself to other people you're spilling from an empty cup you're not giving that all to yourself so take care of you first love yourself first and then spread love to others so repeat it again especially today and every damn day I am love. Now let's get into some girl talk. The girls are
1: talking, the girls are
0: talking. Ooh, so excited because I have the founder <laughs> of the Spicy Life Inc. It's a relationship consulting firm. It is relationship expert Spicy Madi.
1: Hi guys, how's it going? Oh, Ashley, I'm so happy you brought me in.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Well, it's Valentine's Day week and Valentine's week. And you're all about love. Yes. All about relationships. This
1: she's, is one of our busiest weeks.
0: <laughs> so this, is, this is what you do. You have your shirt on with a big heart and everything. Yes, like believe. She's all for it. <laughs> believe in love. She's all for it. Uh, she's also a host. On her own podcast. The Spicy Life
1: Podcast. Yes. Say
0: that that again. The
1: Spicy Life Podcast. So yes, everything is the spicy life.
0: (laughs) It makes sense though. Yes. And spicy stands for something.
1: Yes. So spicy stands for self, passion, intimacy, communication, and learning to say yes to your partner. I love that. Those are the five fundamentals to having a healthy relationship, whether it's in career, Dating or uh, family, if you have those five elements and you work on those, you're more than likely to have a healthy and fulfilling relationship.
0: Okay. In all areas of your life. Yes. She's also been featured on Access Live. Yes. And on Basketball Wise. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Which like, really is really
0: fun. <laughs> <laughs> Helping Jennifer Williams out with love. <laughs> I was like, all right, get it, So I'm very proud of you oh, and thank all you, that boo. you have gone on and all that you're still doing. And being that this is the week of Valentine's Day, you have an event coming up this Friday. You want to talk about that? I
1: do. I'm super excited to, this is the first time that the Spicy Life is honoring women and, and female empowerment. And forget the guys. It's all about the ladies on Friday. It's Valentine's Day event. And so uh, we're going to be there for, you know, games and networking and wine and food yes. and fellowship. And so, um, you know, we want, we, we welcome everybody to come out. It's over at Malibu Winery Which is the new location For Malibu Wines uh, In West Hills Mm -hmm. So it's not the old location in Malibu It's the new location in West Hills And it's from 6 to 9
0: Six to nine. Yes. So, ladies, come on out. Valentine's Day. That's the first time I've ever heard of that. You've never heard of Galentine's Day? I've never heard of that. So,
1: there's two days. There's Single Awareness Day. I know
0: about that Which one. is the
1: day before Valentine's. <laughs> and then Valentine's Day sometimes is celebrated on Single Awareness Day. But on the following day is, you know, the day that you get to celebrate with your girlfriends. Because sometimes your friends do, you know, have relationships. And you don't get to see them, you know, maybe that Thursday on Valentine's Day. But Friday, we get to all get together and love on each other love doesn't just have to be, you know, your boo thing. It can also be the love that we provide to, you know, our girlfriends. And so, we have we anybody need that extra, like, TLC. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. It's a girls' night out. So, come on out. Have fun. Malibu Winery in, where's the city again? West Hills. In West
1: Hills, from 6 to 9. Yes. It's 5 to 9, but I know this is LA, so <laughs> you guys are going to get there since until 6. <laughs> just say 5, because they'll
0: get there. Okay, 5. five. It's, it's
1: really from 5 to 9.
0: <laughs> I love that. And love on yourself i did an i i am affirmation at the beginning of the show i am love yes and i think that's so important because so many people look for love from Mm -hmm. someone else and i think it's important to know that you need to love yourself first before loving someone else right even trying to invite that love in because you'll be confused about what it is
1: absolutely yeah that's a huge thing right now Mm self-love
0: so i love that you are doing that with the ladies thank you saying that it's not all about you and your partner it's Mm -mm. about having that time with your girls too
1: yes and we forget too because we get so wrapped up in oh i want a relationship i want a relationship that sometimes and even when we get into the relationship we forget that there's this other love that we need to feed, which is with our relationships with our girlfriends right. or just friends in general. If you're a man, you know, fellowshiping with your fellas. But when it comes to you being single, you forget that there's other things in your life that are meaningful, other relationships that can fulfill your needs right now mm-hmm. until you find someone who balances you out in a partnership. And when you then get into the relationship, you really forget about your girlfriends. And so it's this reminder to like, fulfill your needs and that a partner can't do or fulfill all of them that you have to have a balance and sometimes you rely on self but sometimes you can rely on your girls too
0: yeah a lot of times and that's a healthy balance but what do you do when you're in the relationship what if that person has a problem with your girls nights or
1: your guys night out so That's not uncommon. There's guys that are like, wait, 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 you're in a relationship now. You don't need, you know, to hang out with the girls as much as you did before or go out. You have to establish kind of some boundaries early on and things in your life that are important to you. And those would be like the zeal breakers. These are the people that, I'm not going to sacrifice, and these are the things that I'm not going to sacrifice for a relationship with you. I refuse to give up a relationship with them. But you have to set that up early on as opposed to pretending like your friends have disappeared. Then you (laughs) get in the relationship, and you're like, oh, well, I need girl time. Well, you've gotten in the habit of not providing a healthy balance. So he's accustomed to all the attention in the Mm -hmm. world. And now he thinks you're stepping out when this is something that's been important to you all along. And so if you keep that healthy balance, too, it'll actually – benefit him you have to let him know that in addition to it being one of your values it's healthy for the relationship to have a balance of where your energy is focused right if all my energy all my joy and happiness comes from the day that i have with my lover then i'm gonna always be unha- like i'm never gonna be 100 satisfied because if he's having a bad day i'm having a bad day as opposed to i need this need met right now he may not even be in a position to meet that But you keep your healthy relationships with the friends and other people that can fill your cup, and you can get it from there. But what you can't do is ignore them and then try to go get your cup filled. Eight months later, once you're into the relationship and you forgot about them, because friends will hold grudges. (laughs)
0: Like, girl, no, you got in that relationship and you just forgot about me, so now I'm not free. I'm not available now either. But let him know (laughs) that that
1: your independence is a good thing for him. Like, a lot of... People don't even realize how important it is to a man that you have your independence because it allows them to then hang out with their friends. It allows them to miss you. It allows them to be able to fulfill the hobbies that they want. And it makes you less Dependent, like I said, on them for a hundred percent of your social life
0: and your happiness, yep. like you said. Because what happens if you break up? Yep. then what? You're not happy. Anymore then you because go this back, back crying own. to
1: your girlfriends, your and friends. they're
0: like, mm-hmm, "We knew he, we knew he was no good, right?" He wasn't <laughs> to begin with, girl. So uh, we both, because the topic is though what men want, and we both saw this movie over the weekend, starring Taraji yes. P Henson. Erica Badu was in there. She, she was, cracking she was me so up. funny. She was so funny, and it was a good movie, pretty much. Taraji. She had. She plays a, a character named Ali. She had a freak accident, fell, and now she can hear men's thoughts. And it was interesting. She could hear her father. She could hear her the person she was dating. Her assistant. Her assistant. And she could even hear her boss and the, uh, the male coworkers. So tell us about that. You being a relationship expert, I'm sure you know how to remind. No. <laughs> I wish. No, but you know, um, because that's very important and hard for women a lot of times in the workforce. It's hard for us to climb up that ladder. Yeah. She was the only woman in this firm. Right. And she's trying to climb up that ladder. And she's like, well, what do men want? What do they think? And we don't know in reality mm-hmm. what men want or think. But how can we get that respect from men in yeah. the workplace?
1: So there's several elements that are extremely interesting when it comes to what men want in the movie that Taraji hit on. She hit on the very successful alpha female that is the strong, dominant personality, uh, goes after what she wants, um, believes in what she's capable of and what she has to contribute, and then... Doesn't get the element of respect that she deserves or the accolades that she deserves for the effort that she's putting forward then there's the element of her inability to connect with the male species, which is I think the most largest underlining issue when it came to what we struggle from as women is our ability to be able to connect to women but also to men and because she was portrayed as this like very driven person. She didn't make time to foster or nurture the male relationships within her firm because had she, you know, she would have been allowed into this so-called boys club, but she then develops this defense mechanism of, you know, that's okay. You know, I'm going to do, you know, fine with or without you guys on my team. But one thing that is challenging is this, you're going to judge us if we allow you on the inside of our guy talk Mm -hmm. Uh, you're going to be offended now we have to worry about not hurting your feelings because there's this misperception that we're so sensitive as women and everything offends us so they don't think that they can speak freely Mm -hmm. and there's also this i am man and i operate from my ego and i do think that i'm better than you sometimes so you know there is a lot of things that are put on our plate just as Mm -hmm. women that we do have to deal with but overall When it came to Taraji, it's the relationship aspect. It's Mm -hmm. the how do you build that bridge? Yeah.
0: But how do you build that bridge? So
1: in order to... And I was waiting for that question back because I was talking so long. Um, (laughs) I was like, is she going to toss it back? So how do you build that bridge? (laughs) That's how you know she's a fabulous host. Because she tossed (laughs) it right back. Um, The way that you do that is through, one, being uh, and knowing yourself. So based on the SPICY fundamentals, it crosses over... In your relationships with men in the workplace, by knowing yourself, you know who you are. So nobody can tell you anything different. You know what you have to offer and you know what you want when you know yourself, you're self-aware. What are your passions? How can you relate to these fellas? What hobbies do you have that are interest to them, interesting to you, you know. Did you inquire what your assistant's you know pet is? You know, did you ask you know Tom, you know how you know him and his brother who's sick is doing? Like, there's different ways that you connect, but by knowing you know what you're passionate about, you're able to ne- connect on those passions. You obsessed with his kid, you know. How do you start those conversations? But you knowing your passions allows you to interact with them on theirs, and then it's intimacy. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to be vulnerable with your coworkers? Because we have this perception that we can't step into the workplace as ourselves, and we can't really trust, you know, everybody because it's you know competitive. But there has to be an element of vulnerability when you are not just sharing information, but also how you're receiving it. Mm-hmm. And so, as if if Taraji would have been more, you know, inquisitive and invested more into the lives of the male coworkers, she may have been able to break that barrier by sharing first of herself Mm -hmm. and then receiving what they have to offer. And sometimes not everybody's going to share because they're introverted. Sometimes they're just very private people. That's when we inquire. Right. You that's know, I, I want to I want to learn more about you, Bob. You know, you always come to your desk. You're always by this water cooler. You know, uh, what else do you like to drink? You know, just right, you just got to strike up those conversations. And then that's where the communication comes into play with uh, how you send and deliver messages. Is it the way that, in which your coworker feels more comfortable? You know, does he. Prefer emails or is he somebody who wants you to come into his office and sit down and, you know, pop your feet up? So the last part is saying yes. You know, we get so stuck in our ways of, you know, no, no, no. We're in this place now, you know, this new era of I need to protect self. So I'm not taking on more (laughs) than I can handle. I'm telling I'm getting more stern and telling no. when it comes to the yes part, the reason why the yes is so important is because you're going to get offers two nights out that you don't want to go to you're going to be asked to do things that you don't want to do and yes there has to be a balance of like can I take this on my plate but you need to make sure that when you're saying yes that it's the art of negotiation okay. yes I will do this for you but in exchange I require this very so good. all your needs are met in saying yes it's not just being 100% compromising and sacrifice it's yes for this and I'm, that's S P I C Y, you guys.
0: <laughs> I know, I was like, okay, I get you.
1: <laughs> and
0: plus, because a lot of people, they'll say yes to everything because they think they have to do everything. Right. To
1: and they get taken advantage everything. of. Exactly. You no, know, the art of negotiation yeah. is the, a huge part of it. And that, there's actually a book on it that you guys can <laughs> read. The art of negotiation. Yeah, but learning to say yes—that's a—that's a really good one.
0: Okay, I love all of those tips. You know, you and I work in a male-dominated industry. We
1: do <laughs> radio. You guys, radio is Woo! crazy. Women are—we are not just. We're, there's not enough of us, and there's so many you know reasons behind that, and oftentimes. Even in in, not just this industry, but majority industries, if you guys have ever um, read the book Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg, oh my gosh, it's so true what she's saying. But especially in radio, you know, women hire are more likely to hire other women. So if it's dominated by men we're already coming at a disadvantage. The fact that they have, you know, this, you know, biased against us or they plan on, you know, hiring their homeboy. Mm-hmm. Like if there was more of us in leadership positions and, you know, paying it forward or, you know, finding, cause we're talented. Like we have a lot Very to offer, talented. but we get overlooked sometimes because, you know, it's the boys club. Mm-hmm. Just but- like Taraji did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're talented. We're creative. We're organized. We offer so much. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we're very strong. We might have some sensitive ways, but I feel like that is important and necessary. Yeah. Also, in business, it helps you to connect with your your coworkers or helps you connect with um, you know your your bosses, right. and People up under you. So hire more women, and that's why we have this <laughs> Go Girl podcast too. Yes, <laughs> um, I need I to, to shout out the ladies. Yes, ladies. But I also
1: um, and my mother always reminds me to bring it back and show worship to the men as well mm-hmm. because there does need to be a partnership and there does need to be a balance of them getting accolades and it can't just be us like female empowerment without, sure. you know, the the camaraderie that goes, you know, with it for men. But one thing that I loved about the movie that Taraji did that we got to see when she was able to read thoughts was that there was times where she wanted to put and put play a power move. Mm-hmm. There when she could was able to read men's thoughts, she was able to see their vulnerability and it softened her heart mm-hmm. from coming headstrong like she usually would, as you know, this strong, dominant alpha female. And I think that it was the moments of her softness that we were able to see where she could have murdered him. You know, um, what's it? What is the comedian that uh, she was playing the poker against? Um, I forgot the name. I know, I'm I'm slipping right now, but. Uh, there was moments where she could have taken all his money. She could, you know, she could read his thoughts. She knew what hand he was playing in poker and she knew that she could potentially hurt him in this moment by winning. Mm-hmm. And instead she chose and made the harder decision, which Tracy was Morgan. Tracy Sorry. Morgan. Yes. yes. <laughs> she made the harder decision to fall back and allow him, you know, to keep his, you know, face to, to not hurt the male ego. And I think we forget, especially in relationships or when we're dating that yes, we're strong, but there's also strength and being you know, soft, there's also strength in controlling, killing him off at that moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's strength within that.
0: That's a balance,
1: it though. is. Like, Learning to submit is a, a huge balance.
0: I feel like I know how to submit, but sometimes maybe a little, um, a little too much. Well, I feel like I'm hard, not hard but maybe more alpha female when it comes to business mm-hmm. and i'm i'm always focused on career and and everything and then when it comes to relationships it's like dang now i have to compromise a little more mm-hmm. and i have to so then sometimes i compromise too much yeah and i give too much so it's still just trying to find that good balance why do you
1: think that you give too much when it comes to like intimate uh, romantic relationships
0: I don't know. And maybe this is about to be like a therapy session. But... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's not normal for women. To it's just... not.
1: It's actually very normal. I was trying to see what your reasoning was for it. Uh, it's something maybe, that my I... clients come to me very often for, especially very powerful women. It's this, you know, I'm, I feel so strong and powerful in the boardroom, but when it comes to, you know, the bedroom in my, you know, personal romantic life, i I've, I am somewhat weaker and I will submit more. You know, they tell right. me these things. However, there's this element of placing different value and the different perspective we have on those relationships versus, you know, our corporate relationships versus mm-hmm. our professional relationships. Mm-hmm. And our professional relationships, we feel like, you know, there was work that we did, you know, I earned this, you know. And because our romantic relationships don't get as much attention, the moment that we do get them, we're just so grateful that we don't want to mess it up. So we will overcompromise because we start to wonder and doubt ourselves. Is it me, you know, or the, the, the thing is, is those same like powerful things that make you amazing in the boardroom will make you just as amazing in the bedroom as well. But just like the boardroom, you have to have that balance. And if you can learn balance while you're practicing, building your career, You'll, you can exercise that in your romantic relationships, too. But when you're without and you're hungry over here, you're going to take whatever you can eat. Mm. And that's how we treat our romantic relationships. We'll just devour whatever we get our hands on where we won't do that in our career. And our right. career is like, wait, what's my benefits package here? Right. But we don't make uh, our relationships you know, uphold to that same benefits package. Mm. We oftentimes will show up to our relationships without pay in the sense of, If somebody told you tomorrow you're not going to get paid anymore to show up to work, you would, oh, wait, you're not going to pay me anymore? I'm not, no, my benefits are cut? No, I'm not doing it. We're not just going to show up to the job after we get fired or after, you know, they tell us they're not paying anymore. Somebody can give us several signs in a relationship that either they don't want us, that they're not the right person for us, we're not equally yoked, it's not the same uh, value system or corporate culture, you know, whatever that relationship (laughs) is, and we will still show up to work, like, I know he's not paying me, but if I could just, you know, convince him I'm worth the pay, he'll start paying me in six months. So we're working for free. So it's knowing and realizing your worth. Yep.
0: Knowing and realizing that you are enough. Yep. Because you can give and give and give and the man may complain about something. So you're like, oh, I have to give a
1: little bit more. Mm -hmm. And you have to communicate too. Like don't be afraid to check in. Just like how you do reviews at work. Uh, had Taraji checked in more on you know what men want with her boss, it shouldn't be the day of the hiring decision or the you know promotion that she's asking. You know, well, why didn't I get it? G- check in your whatever it is—a corporate relationship or a romantic relationship. Hey, babe, what can I be doing more of? How can I get a better evaluation right. so that I can improve? and strengthen this relationship because this is the relationship goal that I have for us. Mm -hmm. How do I get us there? Is it something that I'm not giving you because you're driving me crazy or you're complaining about this? What... How can I feed this need that you have so I can get this promotion I want? Uh-huh.
0: That's a really good one. That's a really good similarity, too, when it comes to the workspace. And it's also knowing your um, your love languages, yep. I feel like, is very important.
1: Extremely, yep. It's
0: extremely important. And, like, I had to learn one. I'm not – I'm very affectionate now. Mm-hmm. But beforehand, <laughs> I was not that affectionate of a person, but um, my person – he likes touch so Uh-oh. the massages on the head yeah you gotta and, learn uh, it massages and it's like oh my god oh my god like okay here <laughs> my god is it enough is it enough <laughs> <laughs> right but then my love language is quality time and that's phone away just you and i have being present being, present, yeah. being in a moment us enjoying this movie together just me and you put Put the phone away for a second. Mine is a quality time and words of affirmation. Mm. Like,
1: Ashley, you're amazing.
0: See, (laughs) I already got her blushing, y'all.
1: I could get in her panties tomorrow if I wanted. (laughs) I already got her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But see, words of affirmation. I had to realize that it should come with action too, because God. Yes. Yes. No. A lot of women,
1: they I'm can sure, talk love words you of out of your pennies. Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> and so, um, it's like, okay, well, I feel good because it sounds good, yep. everything sounds good, but and that's how they keep some women in a cycle and in this loop because they'll keep just saying these sweet the things nothing, that you want to hear. Yeah, sweet nothings, exactly, things you just want to hear. But he has to back it up with action, too. So I, I learned that. Good girl, I'm like, good okay, girl, you know, yes. Learned my lessons. Yes. <laughs> and I mean,
1: it's, it works both ways, though. Women are guilty yeah. of doing the same thing. Uh, all of us at some point in time have, you know, taken something from a man that we know we didn't want or did some, you know, we went on out with somebody because we felt bad. Like, we, mm-hmm. too, you know... Well, can game men up as well and hurt them? They just don't wear it on their sleeve the way that we do. Right. <laughs> but we we can be guilty of that as well. So, yes, for male and female, make sure that what, if somebody is telling you that they're also showing you. And then the hardest part is backing it up with consistency. That Because you can do it for a month. You might even be able to do it for six months. But how consistent is this person before you decide to commit or, you know, decide to shoot, delete your oh booze in your phone. That was a hard one for me.
0: Um. <laughs> How long did it take you? Should we not get into that? We won't get into that. <laughs> oh,
1: I, oh, I mean, I love people in. It, it, it was. It's more about uh, being satisfied and grateful for the person that I have, and not. And and when I am without knowing that what I'm without is not worth losing them. So mm-hmm. if there was something that I was like, man, I could just hit up da da da, and you know, he could feed you know. Whatever this void is, no, I actually have a whole person that I love and I'm responsible for his heart and he's responsible for mine. Mm-hmm. So let me be a good girl and block some of these numbers because, <laughs> you know, I I value that relationship more than I value that thing that I want in that moment or whatever I'm feeling in the moment.
0: Well, it's like the 80-20 rule yep. too.
1: 20 like this person's
0: giving me most of what I want, not all. He's missing one thing and I could go to this other person to get it. But do I really want to ruin what I have with this 80 for that? Right. So it's not worth it. it. Yeah, it's It's never worth it. It's not worth it. And I love that she's a relationship expert who is married, too. So she's telling us (laughs) from experience, (laughs) hunty.
1: Everybody always highlights that. They're like, wait, you're an expert? And I do matchmaking as well. And they're like, are you in a relationship? Because there's so many people out there that are, you know, giving advice. And it's, you know, based on their experience. But. Oftentimes, when it comes to people who give valuable information, we sow into so many other lives that we don't have time to sow back into our own. Right. And so we miss out on moments and opportunities because we're in this, you know, business of serving other people. Mm-hmm. And it gets hard to you know serve to remember to check in with self and to serve yourself and you know what i just set up you know these you know five other people or even if you know you're a therapist or whatever you know i just help this person work through this issue in my life oh wait yeah it's time for me to focus on my personal life too and you know get out there and date as well you you know it's 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 challenging yeah that's like the millionaire matchmaker oh yeah patty is never she's never been married right yeah
0: never been married but I used to watch her show faithfully yeah. and get the advice and everything because it was good. But sometimes you can be... It can be challenging. A great teacher, but, you know, not the greatest student. Like, she's not married. But you still listen to her. Yeah. So I would still listen to you even if you weren't married. Okay. So oh, continue. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we pretty much touched on um, how can men and women have better relationships at work and in... Personal in their personal lives. Their life yeah. it kinda is kind of all interconnected, but... Since it's Valentine's Day
1: coming up tomorrow, then... Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not ready. I didn't get a gift yet for him. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so pretty much some people, some women think that all they have to give is themselves mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day. That's not enough for the guys, right? So you have to know your
1: partner that's true. because what if his love language is gifts and mm-hmm. mine is quality time and i'm thinking you know me being naked is just <laughs> enough for him. like my husband's ha- happens to be service okay. so we are going to so me knowing like okay i'm gonna cook for him i'm going to um you know allow him to i'm gonna give him some space to work on his car you know i'm going to um actually s- surprise him with uh some parts from you know auto zone or whatever mm-hmm. like I know what's important to him and I know his hobbies because he knows himself. So he was able to share those with me. And so he's going to give me, you know, what I need. And I'm going to be able to give it to him because we both know each other's love languages. But we also know what each other is passionate about. Mm -hmm. But we're not huge people when it comes to celebrating like the day of Valentine's Day. uh, Because we do think that it's like the Easter bunny like it we we do think that there's more value in showing each other throughout the week through you know small gestures and reminders and spending time together as opposed to just putting it all on one day. That's too much pressure for one person to handle. Right. And if it doesn't meet my expectations, now our entire relationship sucks. Right. So we try to spread it out. <laughs> and
0: that means you're not doing enough throughout the year. <laughs> right. If, it's that, one if that one day that you're expecting the flowers and the chocolates and this and that, it's like, okay, but what about um, June 17th? You know, (laughs) why, why couldn't it be that day either? And sometimes
1: I think we like put it on the other partner so much to like do for us. And one thing that my mom taught me early and she taught me this about birthdays and she taught me this about, um, you know, when it comes to my relationship, if there's something that you want to see in your life, do it. If Mm -hmm. you want to have a birthday party. Don't wait for your friends to plan it for you. Plan it yourself. If you want to have a romantic Valentine's Day, don't keep your fingers crossed that your husband's bringing home flowers. Plan it like you do it. Let him know where to show up, so that that way the need and what you're dying for gets met, and he gets to be a part of it. Whether he was as creative (laughs) as me or not, you know what I'm saying? Because if I left it up to him, we would be at the gym. Right? You would be (laughs) be disappointed. Yes. So that's really good. I like that,
0: Mom. Mom is
1: actually here. Yeah, spicy mom (laughs) is (laughs) here.
0: So. Pretty much that's what I was asking. What do men and women want for Valentine's Day? And you say know their love languages.
1: Yes. So, like, if we were to talk about, if we were to say, like, tangible gift items, if you know that there's some trinkets of love that you can give them, even if you put some thought into, I always always go with the um, scavenger hunt. Okay. Because that way all your money isn't going on this, like, one major gift. And what a lot of people don't know is that because people haven't bought into valentine's day you know in f- forever only 50 percent of like the world is actually even celebrating it whether you're in a relationship or not but mm-hmm. the amount that we spend on valentine's day has gone up astronomically yes like 60 dollars more than in you know decades ago and it's because people who actually do celebrate it are spending more but it's not about the cost of the item it's more about is this what the person needs so if you know five things that your partner likes if you don't know five things that your partner likes, you should probably inquire. But if you know that they like the auto parts, get them a gift card. If you know that they like Hershey's Kisses, if you know that they love orchid, or you know that they love, uh, uh they need a new watch, and maybe it's something small like tickets because. One thing you'll find out is millennials are all about the experience as opposed to the gift now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you throw some Clipper tickets in there and then you hide them around the house and let him scavenge for them, or you let her scavenger, you know, for, you know, you give her a clue to each one with a thoughtful note that leads to the next clue of the gift. And now you have an activity that you're doing at home and it's cheap and you didn't spend a million dollars trying to impress this person. You just put thoughtful things into giving them that they actually like or love. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, if we just listen to our partner, yeah complain about some things you'll hear what they want what they want right but we do what we do is don't pay them any mind they're just complaining again Nanging. no maybe you can solve something yeah they're complaining for a reason right and that's a good build up I like the
0: scavenger hunt idea yes
1: my man needs a, a shave so <laughs> he's been trying to grow this beard out so I'm, I'm probably gonna wind up getting him a gift certificate to like go get um you know the old school like mm-hmm. cut you know where they oh. do on the leather belt what's that the like barber in the color purple? yeah like in the color purple <laughs> I'm going to get him like an old school like barber shop type of like pampering session because I probably can't get him nothing. Like he's not going to go into Burke Williams. Okay. But what he will do is go to the barber shop and get like a nice fresh shave. So that'll be like one of the things in addition to the, you know, AutoZone gift card. But it's just me paying attention because I heard him the other day complaining about his beard. So you just you have to listen. And the element of surprise is, you know, that. While you were listening, right. not so much even that they got that thing. It was, oh, you listened to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, look at you.
1: I know. He's going to be so happy. <laughs>
0: I just have to hurry up so and so go awful. get those things. because <laughs> so dinner is, everyone goes to dinner. And, and dinner is expensive. It's they expensive. It's hike crowded. the price up. Yes. It's a lot going on on Valentine's Day. So I like the scavenger hunt in your in your um,
1: home. Yeah. And it doesn't and do just it have naked. to be, oh, do it naked. <laughs> That's another one you can play hide and go get it. Hide and seek. Every time you find them, you can take your clothes off. Okay. Uh, One article of clothing comes off. You got to save the goodies for the very last thing. Right. To the bedroom. Save the goodies.
0: (laughs) I did post on social media, what do men want? And some people did respond. And we'll talk about these briefly. Trick Avala One said, men want love, trust, honesty, respect, a happy home where he can be at peace. Mm -hmm. Plenty of underscore P said men want to be women. <laughs> women want a maid. They want a fantasy. They want a busted baby. And a few people said they want their mothers. Last one, Ricky Bobby 828 <laughs> said men want a hug. Seriously, it can be that easy. Mm-hmm. And so his love language is probably
1: physical touch. Or yeah. like <laughs> but it sounds like they're saying acknowledgement. Yeah. Like they want
0: a reassurance.
1: Reassurance, acknowledgement, and we're consistent, and she may, you know, or he may be consistently providing those things, but this is, you know, one day that if you have, you slipped, you can definitely show up and provide those things. Yeah. Whether they will pay attention and acknowledge, oh my gosh, I love that on Valentine's Day you gave me trust. There's, <laughs> it, it, that makes it a little bit more challenging, but there are things that you can do to create even like the peace element mm-hmm. that we don't think of, and The appreciation and the peace are things that you can do with a spicy tip jar. So, if you just get yourself a jar, tell your partner that every week you guys are going to put a tip in there. You're going to I call them spicy tips, but you're going to put one compliment, one thing you love about that person, so you're operating from a place of gratitude, and then you're putting something freaky in there that you want to do to your partner or where you want to do it to your partner. Yeah. So you never know what you're going to pull the next week when you guys together go and pull one out of the jar. But you both each put that in there, and it creates, you know, it puts love back on your to-do list, and then you also get the affirmation and the build-up, too, because the, the following week, you may not feel... As happy as you did, you know, you forget sometimes like when you're upset with someone that last week you loved them and you're only, you know, your relationships only as good as your emotions in those moments. We forget how amazing they are when we're upset. So you need those little spicy tip jar, you know, affirmations in there to remember.
0: I was about to say, what if you're mad at them? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best time to pull from the jar. <laughs> Do you think so? Yes.
1: Give each other the <laughs> like, It's hard to stay of, mad. Oh,
0: you're funny. But it's hard to stay mad funny. after someone
1: tells you that. Like, after someone, you pull That's a true. tip out of the jar and someone tells you, like, you know, I love your eyes. Okay, stay mad after that. <laughs> right. Or you pull out, you know, we're going to have sex, you know, on the beach. Well, you know, it's it's it, you got to soften your heart when you read that. You have
0: to. I love it. I love your spicy tips. She posts Thank them all the time you. on her Instagram at Spicy Mari yes. and Spicy Life.
1: Yes, you guys can always play with my Twitter at Spicy Mari or stroke <laughs> my Instagram at Spicy Mari. <laughs> I can't
0: deal with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, to the Spicy Life. We need some followers on the Spicy Life. Like, it's you know, businesses have a harder time mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, gaining followers. So I really want to promote the Spicy Life IG as well because we have um, a group of relationship consultants that... From everything from like your image to astrology, like are put, putting spicy tips on there as well. So nice. you're a full rounded, you know, spicy tip person.
0: <laughs> nice. And so, do you want to get into that about your uh, relationship cons- consulting firm and what oh, you yeah. offer?
1: So the Spicy Life is, uh, like Ashley mentioned, a relationship consulting firm. But what we offer based on those spicy fundamentals that I had mentioned to you, the SPICY for self-passion, intimacy, communication, and learning to say yes, just in case you're tuning in right now. Um, (laughs) uh, Those are the fundamentals that I developed in my methodology in my master's program at USC which are the five things that you need for a healthy relationship. I test you and have an assessment based on that. Once I get the results back and we've had sessions together from a relationship goal aspect and you tell me where you want to go and I'm able to hear about your past and, you know, communicate with you, okay, this is the step-by-step action plan that we're going to make in order for you to get your goal. Mm -hmm. Then for three months, we're working together and you're meeting with my five consultants. So you may get a astrology report based on your horoscope if you, you know, if you love that and you want to know what your romance horoscope is. uh, I have a astrologist that's a consultant um, and she really is like certified everything. Uh, But she helps me direct it towards your sign if you're somebody that's into signs. But I also have an image consultant. He helps me and she helps me have two of them. They give you an image makeover. Sometimes you have been single for a while and you need to love on yourself more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that's when the self-care component comes in. And maybe we're getting the new haircut or getting your makeup done or buying him a new outfit. You know, there are certain things that you may have, you know, let go of in the process of life. And so we're, you know, reestablishing the image so that it matches who you are on the inside as a person. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, if you if you aren't into fashion and beauty and all that, you Aren't probably paying that much attention to it, but it doesn't mean that you're not a beautiful person. It's just, what can we do to make you a little bit more well received, so that you you know appear and you know uh, look like you are well kept and happy. And look how you feel on the inside. And look on yes, on the inside. And so the other person I have is a marriage and family therapist, and then a psychologist, mm-hmm. and they work with you to um, address any things that you may be going through that's more internal and you know related to um, things that have happened in your past that are triggers for you or things that we got to get you through in order to speed you up in the process of us um, even discovering where you can benefit from support because i'm not just going to set you up and send you on a date because that's the last part i need to make sure that you are whole and that we've brought your self-esteem up and that you are more self-aware and you know that you know your passions or that you've discovered them um and then the other one is an online profile expert Okay, (laughs) so she's redoing all your pages, uh, all your apps, the taking doing a photo shoot with you now that you have this new fabulous look and Mm -hmm. uh, giving you what women want or what men want or what's the most softest on the eyes or most appealing, you know, for what it is that you want. Mm. And so with all those tools combined, now I'm setting you up and plugging you uh, based on what we discovered that you want and need.
0: Got it. TheSpicyLife.com? Yes,
1: TheSpicyLife.com. We also have events. If you're trying to, uh, you know, meet someone, we have March Matchness coming up. That's another one where it's like, uh, it's usually before in the past it was uh, speed dating. This year it's going to be Battle of the Sexes. So
0: what happens during March Madness? Matchness. Matchness. It's during March Madness. Well, March Madness Madness is the season. Yeah, so it's
1: based off of basketball. It's based off of March Madness. Spicy is so dope with how she (laughs)
0: changes everything to love. She's so, she has... A creative brain when it
1: all comes to love. So talk to us about Everything. March matchness. Everything comes back to yes, the <laughs> brand. Uh, but perfect. it's a game night. So guys and girls are going to come together and we're going to do Battle of the Sexes. Uh, they're going to, this year's going to be about trivia. So it's going to be a form of speed dating, but it's really a game night where we ask trivia questions, spicy questions that guys and girls are going to have to go up against each other and see if they know the answers to. So one question may be, what's uh, the name of Cardi B's firstborn?" The next question may be, how many calories do you burn during sex? It will be a variety (laughs) of questions, but we're going to see, you know who knows more fellas or females. And so it's going to be played just like basketball where there's the final four and it's the, you know, last of the guys and girls to go up against each other. Nice. And then this is for singles and those in relationship. Or- so it's a great date night if you're in a relationship, but the premise before was speed dating so it was only singles but now couples have something to go you know go to because it's not just for singles I'm able to identify who's single and who's in a relationship based on the name tags when you get there mm-hmm. but it's not fair to like separate the two because sometimes people have been you know they've been wanting to come to our events and <laughs> they've, they've been deterred because they're like well I'm not single but me and my wife want to go so this is a way for them both to play um, and then they can you know duke it out when they get home if uh,
0: <laughs> if one of them is one or not that's perfect so make sure you get out to March Matchness. March
1: Matchness. There you go. It's March 29th, and it'll be at the Continental Club. But the tickets are on Eventbrite, and you can go to thespicylife.com.
0: Fun. And you've had some successful uh, stories, some success stories. Oh, yes, matches. With, yes. <laughs> Tell us about those. They're all in love and married and stuff.
1: Yes. I uh, always like let people know that I've been matching for a very long time. I think that that's one of my spiritual gifts is connectivity and being able kind of like um it's the it's the ability ability to be able to have cross paths with someone and know of or think of someone that would be a great match for them mm. friends do it all the time for each other they're like oh i have someone for you however mine comes from more from a spiritual place and from a also scientific i'm i've learned you as my client and i'm able to now dissect all the things that make you amazing and what your friends and family, and even your exes loved about you. And now I'm hunting for someone that can appreciate those same things. So the relationship part is very important that I have with my clients. And so I have spent time with people and been able to develop, okay, this is what's good for you. This is not what's good for you. Let's Mm -hmm. weed that out. And so when I come across either in the database that I have, or reaching out to other people to assist, because he may not be in my database, or she may not be in my database, I'm hunting for you. I'm going to different events with you in mind looking for the person that you may not meet because you're at work. So I'm doing the work for you essentially now that I've learned you. If you tell me that you want a man who's a golfer or an architect or a doctor, I'm going to those conventions and I'm scouting for you because there's just not enough time in the day you can try to prioritize relationships Mm -hmm. when you get off from, you know, 5 to 9 p.m. But you need a, a person who is helping you and doing some of that work with you. And so you'll be doing something on your own, but I'm also out there hunting for you. You have an advocate on your side. Two is better than one.
0: Spicy Mati is that person. (laughs) Hit her up. Yes, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. <laughs> and how can people follow you again on social media? You
1: guys can always play with my Twitter, stroke my Instagram Damn. at Spicymati. and definitely start following us on thespicylife.com and the thespicylife on IG.
0: SpicyMari, thank you so much for coming through. And I got to say, go girl to you for Ayy, all that you have going on. Go, go girl. Go <laughs> girl. Thank you,
1: Ashley, for having me. Yeah,
0: thank you, mama. All right, now I'm going to give you some music motivation. Be motivation. Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gym baby girl. You know who that's from? That's from L Boogie, Lauren Hill. Her album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, dropped in nineteen ninety eight, and that lyric came from her song "Do Wop That Thing." Now that album was that album has to be like top five of all time because I feel like every single song she incorporated God, she incorporated some lessons, she was real. She was raw. And I feel like as you get older, you'll start to relate to the album a little bit more. Because now, listening to some songs, I'm like, she knows my life. She's been through some stuff. And maybe you have too. But don't let that make you so hard. When you think of a rock, it's tough. It It doesn't bend. It's solid. If you throw it, it might hurt someone. It can shatter glass. It's tough. And in her song, when she says, don't be a hard rock... You really are a gem. Don't be that tough, girl. Bend a little bit. Compromise a little bit. Don't be so guarded. I know life happens. Some things happen to you that you wish didn't happen. It's life. We all go through it. But it should make you stronger. Not so hard. Still be lovable and kind. So then she says, you really are a gem. And when you think of that, it's a precious stone you don't want to hurt it it's beautiful to look at people admire the beauty of a gem. it's shining light can glisten on it and it's bright shine bright like a diamond hello (laughs) so relax a little bit even right now relax your shoulders I know you're a little tense just relax a little bit relax your mind I know you're tired of being strong girl but don't let life make you so hard don't let life make you feel undeserving Don't let life make you walk through not smiling at the world, not appreciating nature, not appreciating God's gifts to you. Shine, girl, and let someone in. Shine so hard that you illuminate the room when you walk in. Shine so hard that your sister next to you can get some of that shine too, all right? Shine so hard that your energy just lights up a place. People want to be around you. I know I have a couple people who's hit me up before and like, hey, let's hang out. I need some of your energy. Hey, let's go hiking. I need some of your positive energy. I'm like, okay, thank you, first of all. But secondly, that's because I let my light shine from within. You don't think I've been through some stuff in life? Girl, bye. Yes, I have. And we all have. And we're all still living, so we'll all go through a lot more things. But don't let it make you so hard. Don't be a hard rock. When you really are a gem, baby girl, you see rocks everywhere. Just on the ground, you could kick rocks. You don't want to be kicked. You want to be cared for. You're a gem, baby girl. Rocks hurt people. Soften up. It's okay. Smile. Live your life. Be great. Be awesome. Respect your heart. The best compliment you can receive is that you're beautiful from the inside out. Outer beauty is a great thing. You know, you go to the gym, you look good on the outside, but how is your heart doing? Focus on yourself a little bit more and relax. Let stuff go. Release some of that tension. Release that anger. Release the past. Forgive. Let go. Move on. Ease up a little bit on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. You are magnificent. You are a woman. <laughs> There is power in that you are a woman. Two snaps in a circle. Learn to accept a compliment. Someone says you look good. No, I don't. I I didn't even have this going on. My hair looks this. Girl, you look good. Soften up. Smile and say thank you. Love on yourself. If you're feeling stressed and depressed about a lot of things that are going on, you might need to love yourself a little bit more. Spend some time alone with your thoughts, with yourself, journal, write, do what makes you feel good. I know that meditating, praying, dancing to music, or just listening to music makes me feel real good. So find out what makes you feel great and do more of that. Remember, don't be a hard rock when you really are a gym baby girl. Now let's celebrate some amazing women. Huge congratulations goes out to Cardi B, who's the first solo woman to win Best Rap Album for Invasion of Privacy. Lauryn Hill won in this category before, but it was with the Fugees. So Cardi B did it on her own. She had an incredible year in 2018. You couldn't turn on a radio without hearing Cardi B. Okay? She went from stripping to fund her education and to leave a domestic violence relationship. To some of her videos going viral on Instagram, then going on Love and Hip Hop, and now she is the artist that she is today. That girl hustles, and she hustles hard. She was so so nervous when she was getting her award, but big ups to her. Uh, She and Offset back together. He was up there too. I was kind of like, he could stand back a little bit while she enjoys this moment, but he was right by her side. And even though some women in the industry hate on her, a lot of fellow female MCs showed some love. Remy Ma, Lil' Kim, and even Iggy Azalea says, super happy to see a female rapper win a Grammy. You dominated 2018. Yes, she did. And you go, girl. You go, girl. I also want to show love to J-Lo, who tried her best for the Motown tribute. I'm not going to hate. I'm going to just say go, girl, for at least trying. I felt like they could have done something uh felt like it could have been a little better (laughs) I felt like there were more artists out there with a little more soul a lot of people said that it looked like one of JLo's Vegas residency performances and I have to agree I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of her singing love her acting love her dancing her performances are always fire But to do the Motown tribute, I was like, oh man. But go girl for trying. And big shout out to Alicia Keys for hosting the Grammys and having a super go girl moment when she brought out Lady Gaga, Jada Pinkett Smith, J Lo, and Michelle Obama, who had this to say. Music has always helped me tell my story. And I know that's true for everybody here. Whether we like country or rap or rock, music helps us share ourselves our dignity and sorrows our hopes and joys it allows us to hear one another to invite each other in music shows us that all of it matters every story within every voice every note within every song is that right ladies
1: yes yes Michelle.
0: Yes, michelle come back (laughs) we love her also the tribute to aretha franklin yolanda adams fantasia and Andre day performing you make me feel they did an awesome job i'm sure there are plenty of clips online check it out if you can but you go girl to all the incredible women at the grammys who made history, and yes, we recognize your shine. You go, girl. That wraps up my show for today. Got to give a shout-out again to Spicy Maddie. Be sure to follow her on social media for some spicy tips. And be sure to come out to her Galentine's event this Friday from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Malibu Wines and Beer Garden in West Hills. Her events are always fun. Be sure to subscribe and share and catch all episodes of Go Girl with Ashley Caprice dot www.ashleycaprice.com. And remember, I am love. I thank you and love you for listening. Until next time, you go girl, because women are powerful.